Hello and welcome to my podcast Stories that Inspire. I'm your host Priyanka Joshi. I'm a success and performance coach for tweens, teens, young adults, and I also work in collaboration with parents of children to help empower them. I support tweens teens in transforming fear of future into clarity, fear of failure into confidence, and fear of judgment into high self-worth. Pod One Production. So, welcome to the third episode of my podcast, Stories That Inspire. And today, I'm in conversation with Ishita, the founder of Arizu. So, uh, Ishita is a mom preneur and aromatherapist, a self care guide. She dons many hats, but her passion lies in empowering and inspiring women to live their beautiful, healthy, and healed selves. Ishita decided to pursue aromatherapy professionally and unravel its natural and clinical facets. And she also has received a soap making certification from the prestigious handcrafted soap and cosmetics guild, making her the only certified soap maker. She has done a lot of research and study on importance of or the impact of aromatherapy on the skin. And she has discovered that there are beautiful ways to use aromatherapy to enhance our mental, emotional and skincare or, uh, uh, you know, uh, impact on our lives. And uh, in her uh, academic training, Ishita is a computer science engineer from Uttar Pradesh Technical University, an MBA from University of Petroleum and Energy Studies from Dehradun. This background of her uh, being with corporate as a business analyst and as a project manager at various corporates gave her um, an edge to manage her new stint as an entrepreneur and begin her new phase of life as a businesswoman. So, uh, welcome, Ishita. Hi, Priyanka. I'm good and thank you for uh, doing this, coming on my third episode of Stories That Inspire. Uh, Ishita, I uh, gave you an introduction, but I still want you to tell us a little bit more about Arzu, uh, what does it deal in, and that we'll go further. Thank you so much, first of all, for inviting me. Uh, it always feels so special to talk about my journey and share all my learnings with whoever would want to listen about it because it's been it's been pretty transformational for me too. So Arzu is all about uh, personalized aromatherapy self-care rituals. We deal in skincare oils, cleansers and aromatherapy-based candles for every transition that a woman or a person goes through in life. Uh, so we, what we believe in that self-care is important and women need to prioritize that. Yeah. And trying to build something around that and help women discover self-love all over again. So that's what Arizu is all about, to rediscover your hidden desires. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, can you take us through some milestones or some important, uh, you know, steps in creating and building Arzu to where it is today? From where it began to where it is yeah. today. So I, um, I come with a corporate experience of 10 years. Um, six years, I, I am an engineer and an MBA. So pretty diverse fields. 
So I quit my job six years back. Uh, actually, it's now seven years back. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so switching from uh, corporate to entrepreneurship in itself is a very, very big transition that you go through. Um, so I quit in around 2018. I quit uh, finally after a sabbatical. I took a work sabbatical for six months just to explore this. Um, three years back, we got our... and. After that, the time went into exploring and uh, just researching on the brand and what I want to build. Three years back, I got my own manufacturing license under Ayush government. So I have a small setup in Lucknow where we do all the processes and everything. Uh, two years back, in the middle of the COVID, we had launched our website when we had actually launched. Now we are at a stage, uh, it's been two years and three years which I've been building this brand. Now I'm at a stage that I'm trying to take it internationally going global, building wow. a brand around it. So yes, past six to seven years have been quite eventful. Um, I am a solopreneur, as you would call it. I have freelancers and uh, agencies working for me. But uh, as a founder, I'm alone. And um, so yes, trying to build it with as many people as I can. Same as me. I am a solopreneur. And have uh, maximum, I'll have agencies and, you know, people on contract rather than Full time people, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, why did you, you know, decide to move from a corporate job to entrepreneur? Was there a reason uh, pressing me? Uh, so, see, I have actually always wanted to be an entrepreneur. The funny thing is, when I was getting married, I was having this conversation with my husband. I used to tell him, you know what, I eventually, at some point of time, quit working and start up something of my own. Quite a few guys actually ran out of my life because of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what this female wants to do. I'm looking for a wife who can earn and she had to get a stable income in the family. <laughs> yeah. He was like, okay, we will see, we'll explore. <laughs> so when uh, the 2017, my son was born um, and that is when that, you know, that motherhood and all the transition that you go through, that is when I started experimenting with aromatherapy, essential oils. That got me thinking and um, it got me really involved in those DIY things. Um, and also post the maternity break, what happens is your career growth also kind of slows down. You start rethinking your corporate options. You start rethinking what am I really doing here? And people are not giving me as equal opportunities as such. So yeah. that was my minimum risk period. Uh, because my child was small. I didn't have to go to, you know, education call. You didn't have to worry about that much. So I did go back to work uh, for a year. But I wasn't getting enough opportunities as such. The way the end of work I like. So I took a sabbatical for six months from my corporate life just to see that am I really cut out for entrepreneurship or not. So took a sabbatical, explored more, studied more. And that is where I got the courage. Okay, let's just take the plunge and get into it if this is what I want to do. So yeah, that's it. how it is. <laughs> wow, that's bad. Um, So, you know, I'm sure in, in building our zoo and in moving from a complete corporate job building something of your own there might have been some setbacks not or if not setbacks some ups and downs emotional upheavals uh, can you take us for a few and yes that uh, there has been a lot very honestly so i come from a background on both sides of my families no one comes from the business background everyone has worked job secure uh proper families everyone's like okay work is god you work you come back home and you just you wrap up things and go back. Very secure. Very secure. Security is the prime thing. When I decided to quit my job, uh, 
everything around around everyone around me was under utter shock what is she trying to do in life <laughs> especially when she has a young child to take care of yeah. so in it was okay i think she's taking a break because she wants to take care of the child she's putting a farce of entrepreneurship around that i wouldn't say farce everyone thought you know she's going to do she quit the job she'll take care of the child and as a side gig she's doing some homepreneur kind of stuff you see i just want to have an extra income yeah uh, it took a while for the whole family to accept okay you know she's serious about it she's building a brand around it um so i um, i used to live in gurgaon initially and the company manufacturing setup was being the setup in lucknow by that's where my family lives my parents so just commuted commuting between two cities and now i'm in hyderabad the operations are run from lucknow so i'm always commute between the two cities and managing things uh i have ran around to get my license manufacturing license done because the government officials work in a certain way and you're a, you're a new mom with a 3 year old kid running around ki sir sir kara do and all of that and in the back crowd the whole family is always like are you sure you want to do this the corporate job is very safe and nice go back <laughs> so that's always been there um and also the same time when you're trying to establish a brand when you uh, so that is one family aspect to it the second aspect is when you become a first time entrepreneur very few people are there to mentor over you Uh, yeah now the time is there that you have so many incubation programs we have so much of exposure to the world right. i didn't have it 3 years back i honestly didn't know about these incubation and srcl and all of that um so everything was my my bab was google and india mart that's all <laughs> india mart used to tell me so even to understand what kind of a license do i need is it third party contract manufacturing or i use i googled i spoke to at least 50 agents that what am i needs to do what am i to do you know just to get off the ground so if yeah. you're if you're solopreneur or if you're starting off without mentorship there's a lot of things which you need to research on which kind of uh, breaks the cycle delays the cycle for you instead of people come with a business backdrop of you know family businesses and who have the people backing them up and telling them you know this is how you're supposed to do yeah so yeah still uh, i'm happy where i have reached cause i'm glad there have been lows there have been highs um, but every but you celebrate every tiny milestone because of that because you achieved everything against any odd i remember uh, so always come under cuz restricted liquids uh, to ship internationally it took me 6 months to just get one bottle of oil shipped to london and get it reached safely huh. and i remember i cried when my customer said yes i've got a bottle it looks like this i was like oh crap it's reached it's not broken <laughs> so yeah a lot of things behind it's it's you have a team as a startup everyone says you know it's very tough but uh, just to get that one thing rolling it's it's a long task behind so yes there have been lows but when the highs come along it it's nice yeah it feels good it's that. all worth it <laughs> yeah it's all worth it yeah right so you know is it your drive and passion only Do you think you you have a coping mechanism to just go through these lows and come back to your uh, grounded center itself? See, of course, you need the drive and passion. I think more than that, what you need is the zit. Um, yeah. You you really have to be, as you say, a lot of people say, or a lot of successful entrepreneurs say, "Isn't it? It's unreasonable." Yes, it is unreasonable. Uh, you know, you would have failed, but you just stand up again and you do about go about it. and those uh, 
the successes which you get are very personal. It's not given to you by someone else. Um, you've earned it, you've worked your way around it and it's a different high altogether. Uh, right. Yes. Of course, you have to of course, you have to go through that grind, but then it's worth it. Um, and uh, you need that extra drive to be able to go through it constantly. That is also one aspect to it. Um, you, If you have it in you, you will have it. Uh, if you're ready to do that grueling work day in and day out, it's made up for you. If not, then uh, secure jobs is definitely always much more better. Much more. You can go back. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly, yeah. Like there is a coach who says that there is nothing that you really have to do. Hmm. You should always want to do. Yes. So, that, that's all entrepreneurship is all about. You know, there's nothing going to come and tell you, you know, what you have to record five things or you have to sell out five things tomorrow. It's your own right that you have to do. Um, in a job, you know you have to do those five things and you will do because someone else is asking you to do it. Absolutely. That's all yeah. there is to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so, as a person, Ishida, um, do you think you've, you've grown in this journey of entrepreneurship? Because I'm sure, like you said, in job you're secure, someone else is telling you. There is growth that happens, but in an entrepreneur from five years from now, where you were and where you are as a person. So, see, I have honestly grown a lot. Uh, if I remember myself uh, in the corporate job, I think I was initially, I joined as a fresher and an underconfident fresher who's just trying to navigate the corporate world. Gradually climbed the corporate ladder, was getting confident to go out and voice your opinions and everything. Um, in the corporate job, what, you, what happens is that, you know, you uh, voice your opinions and you show a confident personality that, you know, I am there, see me, if you want to climb the ladder. In entrepreneurship, you have to bear your soul to every second person that you meet. If you're selling to a customer, you're like, Sir Lilo, no ma'am, it's very good. And you make up stories which you never thought you would have ever. <laughs> you put up your own stories. You're, if you're talking to a vendor, nay, sir, you're the most bichara person on this earth. There's so many facets of your own personality which evolve. Uh, if I go back and hear myself six years back, uh, anyone who I was talking to, uh, Arizu was different, I was different, I was this meek nice girl who's trying to establish something no no I'll do something very big now I'm like okay what am I supposed to pitch you're constantly pitching and uh, you you call, become confident yourself uh, yeah. and you're sure of yourself that whatever I am doing uh, yes I know what I'm doing and I know where I'm going I might be slow I might not be showing results and then, of course, you have to show, you know, the confidence side. No, no, I am progressing big time. <laughs> Inside, yeah. it's a different story altogether. So, yes, uh, evolved a lot. Much more confident, much more evolved human being. Uh, much more empathetic too, towards a lot of people. Uh, because you see everyone else's struggles to what everyone is trying to achieve in right. that. And you... you become much more empathetic to the consumers also because you're like oh my god I understand you bombarded with so many questions so many options it must yeah. be tough you just yeah. uh, and then you talk to so many people that you get to know their perspectives um, you get start getting involved in their lives in your consumers lives so that also changes your perspective of your own life too so yeah it's been a long journey and a lot of learning in that 
Yeah, yeah. And and you know, while you were saying all this, I, I could also remember that I've also quit my corporate job and got into solopreneurship. And I also exactly so resonate with you that it just challenges you to come out of your shell. It does. You just can't be, you know, in your shell and still work and still be an entrepreneur and still do business. You have to, and like, you know, and there are facets of your personality that come out um, and that get polished in the process of. True then. Yeah. yeah. I think if, you're not an, if you're not a natural salesperson, that's the toughest uh, yes. personality trait that you have to work on. And it's yes. the thing which, you know, just kind of builds up. I know genuinely these people of women, you know, gen, uh, who are a uh, good salesperson naturally. I'm like, how do they do it? I need to learn this trait. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of entrepreneurs are not. Because a lot of them are not. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, you've been someone else. Your focus has been something else. And then you suddenly are oh, entering into something new. But I think it takes a lot of courage and hats off to you. Because uh, I'm in a service industry, but I know what it takes to work with a product. Mm. It is far more difficult to get your product out there. There's so many steps involved in, uh, in you know, uh, taking that out to people. So, you know, what are the benefits of uh, what you do to people? Do? I think aromatherapy is also very good for children and mm. uh, for mothers. So would you want to quickly tell us, like, what are, why should people go for aromatherapy? So see, um, what's happened is that uh, aromatherapy is one thing, you know, which touches every person's life in some way or the other. Yeah. Because smell is something which everyone likes. A nice smell is always appealing. And if it uh, if it gives you physical and emotional benefits, nothing better than that. Yeah. So aromatherapy is all about inhaling essential oils or applying products which are infused with essential oils. You can apply it on your skin. You can add it to your bath water. You can diffuse it. And they have very pleasant fragrances, scents, which go into your olfactory organs. It goes into your brain and get, releases those happy hormones. So if it comes to kids while, you know, you're going through study, you have just different stress situations, or even for that teenager when your skin is breaking up and you're really stressed and I'm not looking good. So essential oils uh, are a very natural way to give you that happy high to help release those happy hormones for you. Um, it's it's upcoming in India. Uh, people are realizing its benefits now. Uh, but it's a very, very good way to incorporate something nice and natural in your daily rituals, be it diffusing, be it in skincare products, be it in candles or something of that sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whenever you light, uh, I would certainly say if, you know, if you're going to use even one essential oil, maybe let's say lavender or geranium, the happiness and the calm that it gives you is it's a very different feeling altogether. So it's like least effort and still it gives you a very beautiful benefit yeah. around that. So if anyone wants to explore aromatherapy, please definitely do check it out. Uh, it it yeah. Is. <laughs> your website. I'll also have it published on the uh, yes. podcast. So, uh, I I deal in as I said I deal in skincare and. Uh, wellness products so the website is arezu.in a-r-e-z-o yes and we are also available uh, you can also see it on Instagram at arezu by Ishita Saxena we are also available on Amazon currently and and started as yes starting international Amazon soon that's amazing that's amazing Ah. 
So Ishita, in the closing, um, can you tell us what is that one learning that you, from your own journey, any part of the journey that you would want to give to the teenagers and young adults, uh, you know, that are growing up today? So uh, I think most importantly, it's going to be that there will always be naysayers and people who doubt your capability. Uh, always, if you're passionate about something, just go for it and be be very, very uh, adamant on going, seeing it through. Because that is the toughest part to do. Um, and if you think you're good enough, then hone your skill around it and just keep at it. Then, of course, you, you'll succeed in whatever you're trying to do. But wow. you need the one thing. Wow. That it, yes. I'm glad you brought that up. That's so beautiful, actually. That, you know, half of us just give up because people around us don't believe yes. in us. Yes. So yeah. that will always happen that people will never believe in you. <laughs> Especially when you're going to do something which requires you to yeah. beyond beyond the novel. Beyond yes. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Great, great. So very inspiring for me. And uh I am sure it's gonna be very inspiring for people, uh my community, the audience that you know locks into the podcast. Thank you so so much for taking our time. And um, I am big on aroma, so I'm going to definitely go back and buy this. <laughs> For sure. And you speak on that. <laughs> yeah, and talk to more and more people about it. Thank you, dear. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was lovely to hear you out. Um, and I'll share it among all the teenagers that I know of. <laughs> yeah, tell me great. And we really benefit from this podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. And uh, you can listen to this episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot of other platforms. Thank you.